This is so wizarding. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare. You are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you're the people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 453 of the So Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and with me, my co-hosts, she's back, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Peaches. <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis, Markellis Riggins. Hey, it's a me, Marky Mark. <laughs> <laughs> You, you, the listener, are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got our review of the Super Mario Brothers movie. But before we get into all of that, how the hell is everybody doing this week? Aubrey, we've missed you for a few weeks. How are you doing? I'm so tired. I am... Um... <laughs> Without violating NDAs, you're a very, very busy and very passionate woman. I am. I've been working overtime for three weeks now, I think. And um, I've been working at the brewery, too. So every day I'm not working overtime. And my main job, I'm at the brewery. So I'm I'm just, I'm really tired. Yeah, we, we touched on this a little bit last week. And we kind of talked about it on Patreon last month for our super fans that get the early info, but you're going to be kind of in and out for the next few months as schedule allows, but you're not leaving. You're not quitting. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. I'm just busy making deadlines. That's right. With again, without violating NDAs, this is the time at your job when it is crunch time and you're working crazy hours so myself and Markellis would never dream of telling you to not be at work to go see Dungeons and Dragons. Where I'll work all night. Um, they already warned us that there will be some days where I'll switch to overnight. We got a 24-hour cycle coming up. So, Right, right, right. But eventually, this project will calm down and you'll be back to full-time on the show. So yes. no worries. No worries, everybody out there. Remember... No weeks off, pod before life. Mark Ellis Reagans, how the hell are you? Uh, I just want to say I did not sign up for pod before life. That's, <laughs> that's something new to add to the contract. Um, you I'm signed gonna... the papers. <laughs> you spun the wheel. You made the deal. It's like those you 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 know update your your iTunes or whatever. <laughs> they give you all the fine print. You're like, ah, I'll read it later. You know, storm off and be like, this deal keeps getting worse all the time. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, this was a huge week for Star Wars news, which made me very, very excited. I know we, we're not talking about it tonight, but just the fact that there's new Star Wars movies announced and not like the, oh, yeah, Kevin Feige's doing something. <laughs> none of that like actually official stuff was announced makes me very excited so i've had a good star wars nerd week this week well i don't want to rain on your star wars parade <laughs> don't, don't do it i don't want to be the courtship of princess leia in your eu novels shelf but we had an announcement for rogue squadron including a whole fucking trailer and that movie's not coming <laughs> <laughs> just because they brought somebody out on stage I, I'll at this point and i hate to say it because you know i love star wars as much as you guys do i'll believe it when i'm sitting in the theater watching the movie at this point i i'm kind of right there with you but they didn't bring patty jenkins or taiko atiti or kevin <laughs> feige out on stage in front of thousands or millions of people so i think it's safe to say that these announcements are official at least they didn't bring Ruin Johnson out there. How dare you? <laughs> but then, then again, you know, they could, 
you know, these movies are announced, they could start filming and then like two weeks before finishing uh, filming, they could get a new director to come in and uh, <laughs> clean it up. Ron Howard, come on down. That's right. Here comes Tony Gilroy. <laughs> exactly. My so God, it's Tony Gilroy's music. What is he doing in the Rogue One zone? <laughs> so let's, I'm just going to live in this happy moment for now until uh, my dreams of these next new movies get completely destroyed. I'm just going to be happy for now. Well, that's good. It's It's a good thing to be happy. So that's good. Yes. Yes. Uh, and Joey, how are you doing this week? I'm good. I don't really have anything exciting going on. I, I tried to watch some more movies. Um, I've been slack in the last few weeks. So as of right now, I'm up to 70 movies for the year that were first time wow. watches. 70. Um, so I have not had maybe in two weeks. I haven't had one of those big like seven movie weekends. <laughs> That's good. Ah, it's good and bad, you know, and this weekend coming up, I have a ton of stuff going on and I'm going to a concert with my wife and all this stuff. It's going to be enough of a chore just to get in going to the movies for what we're reviewing next week. Right. Besides like trying to sit down and watch like 15 horrible movies on Tubi or something. But yeah, I mean, I had a slow day at work on Friday, so I watched Elvira Mistress of the Dark at my desk which I had never seen before. Have you seen that, Mark? I'm sure Aubrey hasn't seen it, but Mark, you have to have seen this. <laughs> I, if I did, I don't remember it at all. I definitely like, haven't seen it. <laughs> it's kind of like a not as good Pee-wee's Big Adventure it's like style, like comedy. Um, okay. But it's mostly all dad jokes with Elvira. So, I mean, if you like dad jokes and boobs, it's all there. I liked it, but, you know, um, I had to watch a movie called Stunt Rock. Jesus, that was for a guest appearance on uh, everything I learned from movies, which will be coming out next month. Uh, I, I tried really hard to find that on Fire Stick. <laughs> I, got, I couldn't decide to pay five bucks on Amazon to rent it. <laughs> I watched a movie on Netflix called Lou. Oh, with um, uh, Alice and Janie, right? Yeah. That, okay. Yeah, Alice and Janie and... Uh, Journey Smollett is in it as well. So. Yes, of course. Uh, Hall of Fame woman crush. <laughs> yeah, so she still looked great in it, but uh, that movie was pretty blah and boring. Um, I, I just wasn't feeling it at all. I, maybe I had high expectations because it was like kind of like set up like it's almost like a John Wick type thing. Right, yeah. like, But it like really wasn't. There's maybe two action scenes in the whole movie. Uh, it was really disappointing. And that's just going, Mar Aubrey, you didn't get to see uh, John Wick 4 because you probably would have hated it. But um, it's pretty yeah. much ruined. It's pretty much ruined action movies <laughs> for the year. Uh -huh. Like any action movie I'm watching, I'm just like, this is who cares? This is terrible. <laughs> and of course, Mario. So that got me up to 70. So I'm at 70 brand new first time watches for the year. We'll see where we get to by the end of the month. Trying to be at 80 by the end of the month, but we'll see. I think you'll get it. I'll be halfway there. So that means by August, I'll be done. <laughs> just, just Janine's like, did you watch this TV show? Could you watch this TV show? And I'm just like, no. <laughs> if I have time to sit down and watch something, it's got to be a movie. That's right. If I if I can't chart it on Letterboxd, if I can't log it into Letterboxd, I'm not watching it. Well, I, I ask Adam, I'm like, hey, you know, because we get a lot of screeners um, for a lot of VOD, uh, direct to streaming stuff. And Adam just can't keep up on that. I mean, he's getting bombarded with things. Plus, he's busy as hell. He's still working on his house. <laughs> like six months later, he's still um, working on his house. So uh, I'll just be like, yeah, just send them to me. Send send me a couple a week and I'll work on them. And, and But I always check if I can't log in on Letterboxd, I ain't watching it. So <laughs> it's, it's the, I watched something called Space Wars. It has no... Um, it's no reviews and only three people have logged it on letterbox there you go <laughs> it was terrible i'm sorry i just refuse to review it i just i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna burn the bridge people that send us the screeners are very nice people and i don't want to be like this movie sucks ass <laughs> wow. it was not good so. anyway enough about us why don't we talk a little bit more about us Markellis Reagans, please tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast. 
All right. So everybody can go over to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find a brand new episode every week. Uh, You'll also find some movie reviews from yours truly. Uh, You'll find some recommendations on new movies, books, and TV shows from the awesome Adam Hollyhock. You'll also find our merchandise there. We have a tea public store where you can shop to get some t-shirts, sweatshirts, journals, coffee mugs, baby onesies, all types of things with the So Wizard Podcast logo and designs all over it. Uh, You can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Instagram, so definitely get at us. Uh, You can subscribe to us on iTunes and give us a five-star review while you're there. Uh, You can also find our show wherever podcasts are found, including Stitcher Radio app, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, my personal favorite, Spotify. We have a YouTube page with videos going up constantly from Adam Hollyhock, including movie reviews, trailers, uh, trailer reactions, and interviews. Uh, We have a Patreon page where you can support the show for as little as a dollar a month, and you will be receiving bonus content and exclusive content from everyone here at the show. Shout out to all of our podcasting family in the Geek World All-Stars Podcasting Network. Back to you, Joey. Okay? You have to organize the guests, you have to do a Google Calendar, and then you build a following. It takes a lot of time. All right, we are back, guys, and it is time to review the Super Mario Brothers movie as we speak. It's Easter Sunday as we record this. Not only is Jesus risen from the grave, but the Super Mario Brothers movie is the highest opening weekend for an animated movie ever. (laughs) (laughs) Suck it, Pixar. That's right. Take that, Little Mermaid. And it's also the biggest five-day opening of all time, beating out Transformers Revenge of the Fallen by $4 million. So this is cleaning up at the box office, but it did get terrible reviews from critics, so who knows? Before we get into that, Aubrey, do I even need to ask? You have played Mario games your whole life. Yes. Marcellus Reagans. Yeah, there was a point in my life where I did have a uh, Nintendo 64. Uh, and I might have had a Super Nintendo too. So I definitely did play some Mario back in the day. All right. All right. So I, you know... I've been on a video game journey my whole life. I, I had a NES, I had a SNES, I had an N64, I had a GameCube, I had a Wii. Did never had a Wii U, but my son now has a Switch. And so what started with me when I was like seven or eight playing original Super Mario Brothers is now my son playing Super Mario Odyssey on his Switch. So generations of my family are down with Mario. So at least we all have some background for this and like we always do we're going to go non-spoiler with our review to start we'll talk a little bit about our trip to the movies we're going to talk a little bit about how we feel about the movie so you at least know then we'll drop the drop delineating spoilers so if you haven't seen it yet you can bounce but you'll at least know what we thought so get started Aubrey Litchfield it's been a while and it's been a while since we have talked to you please tell us about your trip to the movies to see Super Mario Brothers I actually forgot about this until you guys asked me about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so my my trip was actually eventful this time. Uh-oh. I went with uh, Max and our, our children. And I set us up on the end because I didn't want Noah playing footsies with a stranger again like he did for Ant-Man and the Wasp. And, and I didn't want him going home with strangers again like he did again at Ant-Man and the Wasp wow. or Quantum Mania. So uh, I set us up at the end. We were all the way in the back. We were good to go. And when we went to the concession stand, when we first got there, we went we went to get our popcorn like we always do. And for some reason, there were people <laughs> that were like, extremely New Jersey Italian. It's a very specific Italian. 
that these people were <laughs> in, in <Virginia>. very <laughs> yes you were very clearly night at the roxbury jersey italian they look like the sopranos right. walked in while you were going to the movies <laughs> we were like what the fuck because you hear like faint, you hear like uh faint muffled don't stop believing playing in the background <laughs> i just it was like what the fuck is happening and Max is the tallest Italian that's even there. So it, it's like, what the? I, I stared at these people because they're, they're wearing like these white t shirts tucked into their jeans, gold chains, hair very slicked back. It's like a whole family of them. And then the wife is wearing like these slip on shoes with big, huge like butterflies on them. I don't know if they were like some designers shoes i don't know what it was but they were they were very very jersey italian and uh as somebody from the northeast i feel as though i can say that because he if you if you grow up in the northeast like you know exactly what i'm saying it, it just it comes to you and you know exactly what it is um so that started us off and then we get into the movie theater and we sit down and halfway through the movie these people in front of us, like the, the, I don't, I, I think it was a husband. He kept throwing his hands up in the air, and we're like, dude, you're not on a roller coaster. Knock it off. We can't see the movie. So he kept doing that, and then Max was like, remind me next time this dude gets up to flip him off, and then the guy stopped getting up, <laughs> and then the woman with this guy decides to start vaping in the movie. Oh my god. And Max lost his shit. He was like, are you fucking kidding? How trashy do you have to be to vape in a kid's movie? And for me, I'd have said that in my head. But for him, he said that out loud. While the movie was quiet so everybody could hear. And <laughs> this woman was very mad. So he started a war with this woman and then she started, she was texting. And so he made sure to very loudly say, now she's texting First, she's vaping in a kid's movie. Now she's texting as if she could get any worse. Wow. And so at the end of the movie, she waited around for us to get up and leave. She really wanted to have a conversation about this, but Max decided to just look at her and continue to say, Things like, you were in this movie for two hours. How did your hair get so greasy? Why is your hair still so greasy after two hours? You look like you were sweating throughout this entire movie. And what kind of trash vapes during a kid's movie? Not just any movie, a kid's movie. So they they went back and forth. She um, was trying to get her husband to step in for her. And her husband looked at Max and was like, fuck no. This is just your argument, not mine. And so then he got up, he went to the bathroom, and the woman was waiting outside the bathroom for him. And before she could even say anything, he was like, seriously, don't you smell bad enough from vaping in a kid's movie? And then she just walks away from her. It's like, so I stayed with the kids in our seat, and I was like, we're not, we're not engaging, we're not with him. <laughs> so... <laughs> so that was my movie going experience. They they kept going too as we were trying to walk to our car. He, him and her kept going back and forth with each other about it. And yeah, wow. I'm yeah, surprised. Uh, I'm surprised Noah didn't want to get a piece of that. <laughs> he, I, like, well, yeah, he he was like, yeah, who vapes during a kid's movie? Oh God, <laughs> I can just see him instigating the whole time. <laughs> he does. He is. He's like he can't read the room. He has no idea who anybody's talking about. He just thinks like it's a hypothetical. Just, How dare they? Who's that trashy? <laughs> oh, good lord. <laughs> Whew. All right. Well, uh, it's going to be hard to top that one. But Mark, how was your trip to the movies? <laughs> Yeah, my trip was somewhat uneventful. I, I didn't want to go on Saturday. Um, you know what's crazy? You know what we haven't seen in a while is midnight showings. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, on Tuesday night at midnight, Mario was playing. Yeah, I noticed that that's like so rare nowadays. And a lot of our listeners might be younger. They don't really understand. But 
you know, nowadays the movies start on Thursday and they, some of the movies like kids movies like Mario start as early as like two in the afternoon. Right. I got to to see it on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Well, it used to be that there was a showing on Thursday at, well, basically Thursday into Friday, 1201 Mm -hmm. AM. And that was it. (laughs) Right. Right. And then, yeah, that's how I saw Harry Potter was at midnight. Well, that was also the best time to go because the people were absolutely fucking nuts. <laughs> right. And anybody there was there because they were uh, you had to be a fan. <laughs> like, right. You're not you got to work tomorrow or go to school and you're not getting home until four in the morning. Like you got to be ready to rock. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. And that tradition stopped when the Twilight movies took off and became like this huge hit with this young audience. And then they started to do, OK, well, let's do seven o'clock showings. So yeah, like since the first, probably the first, uh, maybe the second Twilight movie, it's always been that way. Seven o'clock shows the day before, and then with the MCU movies, it's been getting earlier and earlier, like three o'clock the day before. So yeah, so when I saw Mario at midnight, I was like, what? <laughs> "Are they? Is this like for a specific audience? Is this like, like, is there just a ton of adults that are just been, you know, dying for this Mario movie?" So my first option was maybe I'll go on a Tuesday night at midnight <laughs> just for the hell of it. I didn't do that. Um, my second option was go on a Saturday afternoon, but I was so tired Saturday. I'm like, I'm not doing it at all. So my third option was to wake up early on Easter Sunday and go see the first showing, which I did. And there was uh, no one there. <laughs> like when, <laughs> I pulled, when I pulled into the parking lot, it was like four cars. And I'm like, oh, my God. This is this is perfect. This is amazing. So, uh, you know, I got my ticket early. I was able to see uh, how many seats were sold beforehand, and the theater was actually there was actually a lot of seats sold. So even though there wasn't that many people in the theater when I got there, I knew that that theater was going to wind up being sold out or close to being sold out. So I get in. I get my popcorn. By the way, popcorn five out of five again. I, I love it. You know, I have my seat. I'm sitting right at the right at the end. There's an empty seat next to me. And then there's like a family of like three on the other side of that empty seat. And it was like a mother, father and like a little kid. And the little kid was having I, I say little kid. He's probably about uh, God, probably like seven or so, seven or eight. He's having the best time. He's, you know, how like a movie is quiet and then there'll be that one kid that like yells out, get a Mario or something like that. <laughs> That's what this kid was doing. He, the movie, the theater's quiet. This one kid yelling out the whole, the whole time, just having the best time. That's what makes it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, but then I can tell, I can kind of tell like how the movie is doing because like I said, the seat between us is empty. So he's not looking at the screen. He's looking at like the buttons on the recliner seats. <laughs> so he starts pushing the buttons and sitting the seat like up and down the the empty seat. Uh, and you know how they have like the uh, there's like the swivel table where you can put your drinks on top of that usually covers the seat. He's like moving that back and forth. I'm like, this kid is not really engaged in this Mario movie. Is it that boring to him? I, I don't understand what's going on. But again. It's a kid's movie. I am in his house. He can do whatever the hell he wants to. Didn't bother me at all. But yeah, other than that, crowd was nice. The kid sitting next to me was the only one that was like, what happened? <laughs> like in a dead quiet of the movie. He's the only one that's like yelling out loud. Uh, but other than that, it was pretty good. Uh, I I don't recommend going to a 10 o'clock show. It seems a little bit too early in the morning for me, but uh uh, I, I was able to pull it off and make it in time for this episode. No weeks off. <laughs> Life before pod. <laughs> Life before pod. <laughs> I just shot myself in the head. I don't know. I'm just saying, you know, sometimes people like to talk shit about us not taking weeks off and stuff. And it's like, it's always people that can't hang. That's the thing. Like, like nobody, nobody that's putting out consistent content and can handle putting out consistent content. Say Great. shit. It's always right. when somebody can't hack it or the show pod fades or maybe something else happens and they have to quit their show. Then all of a sudden, oh, well, uh, I would I don't know why you waste your time on that. Like, it's our fucking hobby. We have fun doing it. We wouldn't do it if we didn't want to fucking do it. So, right. sorry. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I got that off my chest. Um, this weird, like, 
like side-handed like fucking statements where it's like oh well i wouldn't take away from my family and my my wife and my kids like like my kids are fucking on the floor starving and i'm like sorry kids you can't eat today i have to go see dungeons and dragons (laughs) that's not what fucking happens so stop talking shit anyway (laughs) sorry i'll just get a little worked up you know sometimes i gotta you know circle the wagons you know right right um anyway my trip to the movie was inconsequential. <laughs> we we had to fit it in, you know, like we had to fit it in much like we say all the time. And Mark, I go to 10 a.m., 1030 a.m. showings all the time. <laughs> so oh, my God. I don't know how when uh, when there's weekends where it's a movie, um, Aubrey, Jesus, when there's a movie <laughs> that um, I got all worked up. I'm all discombobulated when it's a movie that the kids don't want to see so I can squeak it in myself early in the morning awesome matinee pricing there's no one in the theater go in go out i'm done i can then go grocery shopping after go to the gym whatever so get it in get it out done life before pod or pod before life sorry (laughs) but uh yeah i mean this weekend was just crazy you know like with easter yesterday my daughter worked in the morning and then we had easter uh dinner and stuff at my in-laws house in the afternoon and then i was recording a guest spot with uh, everything I learned from movies last night. So like yesterday was complete wash. Um, Friday night, Janine wasn't home, so we couldn't go Friday night. Thursday night, we couldn't go because uh, I had to work at my just second job. So it really came down to today. Janine worked 5 a.m. to 1, and then <laughs> she came home, got changed, cleaned up, and we went to the movies. <laughs> wow. You got to want it, you know? Um it really wasn't that bad. The theater was packed, but not like crazy packed. It wasn't like in-game opening night packed, but it was pretty full. And I was a little worried because there it's a kid's movie. And I even said that to, to Janine and Colin before we got there. I go, this might be crazy because it's a kid's movie. There's going to be a lot of families and kids. There might be people running around screaming and yelling the whole time. But nobody really sat near us. Uh, for the most part, everybody's quiet. I did not appreciate a lot of people coming in, like in the middle of the trailers couple people a couple groups of people came in like five minutes into the movie yeah <laughs> like, are, you, are you kidding me right now like what are you doing especially how expensive movies are that's what kills me is like it's not cheap to go to the movie especially with more than one person and you're just gonna roll in like five minutes after the movie started why'd you even bother to go <laughs> i don't get it i don't get it but for the most part they were quiet but like you said mark there was a bunch of uh times where i forget what happened in the movie and we're not in spoilers at all yet so i'm not gonna say but uh, somebody like stood up and started clapping <laughs> like whoa calm down there's a lot of yeah no, max Mario. makes fun of those people too so he's the- like you know who claps at movies white people oh boy <laughs> mark have you ever clapped at a movie before have i ever clapped at a movie before i am sure during some star wars slash superhero movie i was moved to applaud yes Okay, just just throwing it out there, but I mean, I'm not yeah. happy doing Mario or Dungeons and Dragons. Get him, Michelle Rodriguez. Get him. Fast ten. I'm gonna be all applause the whole movie. Game recognizes game, but uh, yeah, we we had a good time. The movies. It was mostly quiet, but like there were frequent outbursts from the kids in the audience but there were kids and it was a kids movie so that's what we were expecting anyway and that was fine i have no issue with people being excited for the movie good lord and we've gone to mid real midnight screenings before we've gone to opening day of star wars or marvel movies where people are out of their fucking minds so i don't have a problem with it it sounds like we all had a normal time at the movies for the most part except for aubrey so now we're going to jump into our review as i said non-spoiler Aubrey Litchfield, what did you think of the Super Mario Brothers movie? I loved it. I thought that it was absolutely fantastic. I was surprised, actually, about how much I loved this movie. Wow. Marcellus Reagans. Uh, I did not like this movie. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what I was uh, expecting. I, I, I take it back. I saw the trailers. I love the trailers. I thought the trailers looked amazing. And I, you know, I was actually psyched to watch this movie. And then the movie starts off kind of like where the trailer is. And then probably about 15 minutes into the movie, I'm like, 
uh, I don't know if I like this. And I just, I got to the end and it felt like a movie that happened. You know what I mean? It didn't feel like I was super bored or super excited. It just felt very mid. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Wow. So we've got one over the moon review and one under the moon review. <laughs> Well, in the interest of putting uh, Pod before life, let me tell you, um, I kind of like this movie. <laughs> of course. I'm in the middle. So I'm in the middle of you guys. Like, I'm not over the moon about it. I'm not ready to run through a brick wall or run to the parking lot and start bench pressing a bus or something. Like, I'm not like that blown away by it. But I think as a fan of the games for a long time, and understanding walking in that this is a kid's movie like this technically isn't even made for me it's for kids it's not even really made for my kids it's made for like younger kids um i appreciated it and i appreciated the references in the movie and just nintendo finally getting to make a movie and it doesn't suck ass (laughs) and seeing like shigeru miramoto presents like oh my heart (laughs) so I think it was more of that for me, but I did enjoy it. I had a good time. I liked it, but I didn't like love it or anything. So we are all over the place. The only way to solve this is to start talking with spoilers. So if you haven't seen it yet, looks like you have no way to go other than to go see it and figure it out for yourself because we are not going to be any help right now. The rest of you stick around. We're going to drop the drop and we're going to talk spoilers. And we're now let's talk about spoilers here. Uh, I've got some spoilers. One clear spoiler. Here's a spoiler. You will die alone. (laughs) All right, guys. So, Markellis Reagans, I'm going to put you on the spot. You said you didn't like the movie. Okay. Give me things you liked about the movie. All right. So, going into this movie, the, the big thing was, you know, the fact that Chris Pratt was cast as Mario. And I know a lot of people were not you know, they're used to Mario sounding a certain way from playing the game for, I don't know, 30 years, 40 years. So that was like, OK, I wonder how this part is going to be pulled off. How is Chris Pratt going to be as Mario? And, you know, I actually thought he did a really good job. Like, it actually didn't really sound like Chris Pratt at all. Uh, I thought his performance was really good. And I thought uh, Charlie Day's performance as Luigi was actually really good, too. I thought um, that blowback was really weird. Um, because like if you, if you ever played the games in the more recent games, when you actually started having a voice in the games, like, yeah, I love Charles Martinet and I've met the guy at conventions. He's awesome. And, you know, I like what he does in the games, but you weren't going to have a two hour movie of Mario going like, like that wasn't going to happen. I don't know what person on earth thought that that was going to happen. Well, you know, the internet's got an internet, man. They got a rage about it. They're busy now. They're raging about Star Wars. Leave them alone. <laughs> so, yeah, I did like the performances. And I thought that the fact that they started off the movie with them, like, doing a, hey, it's a me, a Mario, like the super accent. I thought that was fun. It was kind of like it reminded me of when they put Captain America in the uh, comic book accurate Captain America suit. And he, and he just looked dumb as hell. Uh, <laughs> so that I appreciated that. Um, I thought the visuals were really cool. Uh, I, you know. As a person who has dressed up as Luigi at conventions for multiple years, uh, I was very familiar with the little uh, you know, the boxes and the flowers and all of that stuff. So I thought visually it looked really cool. It did not look cheesy at all. Um, I enjoyed the the fact that they were able to, in this one movie, squeeze in like Luigi being in that big kind of haunted castle. Because I thought that was a... There's a game, right? There's a game where Luigi's in a haunted building somewhere. There's three of them. There's three. Okay. <laughs> so, so the fact that they were able to, to slide that into the script, I thought was cool. The fact that they were able to slide in the uh, kind of Mario Kart racing on a rainbow bridge. Uh, again, games that I've never played, but I'm aware of. Uh, the fact that they were able to put that in a story, I thought was really cool. And then the last thing is I remember back in the day, uh, the Beastie Boys were like, our music is is sacred. You know, we're not going to sell our music to anything, to any to sell any like Coke product or anything like that. <laughs> and now you hear Beastie Boys songs all over the place. So hearing No Sleep to Brooklyn, I'm like, yes, that's awesome. 
private school ain't cheap. <laughs> exactly. It's like, you want to pay us how much money for this old song? Here you go. Have fun. Uh, so, yeah, so that's about it. That's pretty much all I liked about it. Wow. Okay, Aubrey, you're gushing. Take us through what you like about this movie. I'm surprised Marcellus uh, liked this so little, honestly. Um, I'm I'm surprised Marcellus liked this so little, actually. Um, a, <laughs> because he's a child. Is <laughs> 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 it? It's you like everything, so I'm surprised that you like it so little. I thought that they did a a really great job with the the graphics. It was beautiful. It was it was a really beautifully done movie. Uh, cinematically, it looked really good it looked like a a good illumination movie um it it just had colors that really popped and scenery that really popped and i think that it just looked really nice i liked the explanation for mario's voice like there was times where he did the accent and then there was times where he didn't and there was reasoning behind that this movie had so many Easter eggs in it, too. It was unbelievable how many Easter eggs. They played just about every single song you could ever think of from Mario that was um, classic. And and they did it in different ways, too, which I thought was really good. Um, Jack Black had me absolutely dying as Bowser. He did such a good job. And his songs were really funny. And just that whole backstory was really funny i loved the the little star thing that was in the cage it was <laughs> it was very doom and gloom and it's like we're all gonna die and, and that was my favorite character hands down i love the penguins in the beginning i love the how they kind of tied in kong um I loved seeing all the little Yoshis and then the egg, the end credits and everything, which I'm sure we'll get into later. And I just, I, I didn't expect much from this movie, but it definitely delivered and I was happy with what it delivered. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll agree with you on that point, Aubrey. I think my expectations were pretty low. Uh, going in, uh, I don't think Illumination, in my mind, Illumination would, is like a B-tier animation studio. Uh, I don't like Minions. So, you know, I was a little nervous. I knew Nintendo would hold this property like close to their chest. They weren't going to let them make anything that was bad, but I wasn't expecting anything that was really that good either. Um, but I was really pleasantly surprised. Uh, Mark's right. The voice cast, fantastic. I had no issues with any of the cast. Other than the fact that for the last like week, me and the kids have been walking around the house saying, Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. Wow. <laughs> and they didn't actually say that in the movies. <laughs> We're all pretty disappointed. <laughs> but I didn't really have an issue with uh, Chris Pratt's voice in this at all. I, it just it didn't bother me at all. I, within like 30 seconds of the movie starting, I was fine. So I, I, I don't get the backlash other than I know people don't like him for other reasons. Or maybe they're just overexposed to him because he's been in a lot of blockbuster movies in the last few years. But I didn't have any issue with it. Uh, I thought Charlie Day was great. Obviously, Anya Taylor-Joy as Princess Peach was the star of the show. <laughs> okay. And she had a, she looked pretty good riding that motorcycle uh, halfway through the movie, too. <laughs> don't Google anything about that, though, if you're out there. Please don't. Protect yourself. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> No, but I did like uh, a lot of the movie. I think a lot of the fun for it for me just came from seeing the things realized on screen. So the the question blocks, the the powers when they met uh, Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong came out and he had the Donkey Kong rap playing in the background. <laughs> All that stuff was just enjoyable to me. The, and one of the things I hate about Illumination is when they use like actual music for needle drops. Yeah. And I like, I hate it. You know, to me, I would have preferred in theory, walking in cold. I, I per would have preferred just pure orchestral soundtrack, but I knew kind of knew it was coming. So it made me laugh because it was so dumb when they were <laughs> using like real music in the, in the movie. I, I think it worked. I don't know if it'll work if they make like a Metroid movie that all of a sudden like matchbox 20 starts playing or something. But uh, for the most part, I thought it worked in this movie. I thought Jack Black was hilarious, by the way. I agree with you, Aubrey. Like his song about Princess Peach was 
really funny. <laughs> I loved that star thing also. And I loved at the end when it's just like, well, the movie's over. We just have to stare here into the void and die. <laughs> I'm just like, this is a kid's movie, man. It's like the entire theater is filled with kids. Uh, so that I thought now that was... you go home to nothing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's very funny. It's very funny. But like I said, um, in the non-spoiler, like to me, the biggest positive to me is just seeing like it felt like in a Christmas story where Ralphie finally punches Scott Farkas. That's how I felt like that. That kind of like, yes, like for Nintendo that they finally got a movie made and it doesn't suck ass. <laughs> and you got to see like all the stuff you wanted to see on screen. But it like it doesn't mean it has a great plot, but it, it, it was enjoyable to see the references to things that we've all seen for God, for me, like almost over 40 years of uh, playing video games to finally see realized like Mario Kart realized like Donkey Kong realized Princess Peach, the blocks, the animation, as much as I like to shit on uh, illumination, the animation was really good. And some points there's a, it's hard to say it's a one shot because it's animation, but there's like a one shot of uh, Donkey Kong and Mario and it flips to like a side scrolling type thing as they're going up the thing to go to get to Princess Peach's wedding to stop it. That was awesome. <laughs> that was fantastic. That was really good. Um, and a lot of the action was really well done. And I just thought it was awesome. I just, it was just great to see on screen and see it all realized in like really nice animation. So, I mean, it was just positives for me for that. But, Markellis, the floor is yours. What did you not like about this movie? All right. So, again, <laughs> all right, I'm... let me get my list out. <laughs> I'm not a gamer. I did not spend multiple hours of multiple weeks of multiple months playing Mario Brothers. So unlike Dungeons and Dragons, I've never played Dungeons and Dragons either, but the that movie was catered to people who eat, never even rolled a dice at all. You know what I mean? Never even picked up a dice and, and threw it and sat around with their friends and did it. The movie itself was engaging because of the characters and the story. The Mario movie uh it was it felt like it was made only for people who <laughs> played the games and got all of the references because it was not engaging at all story-wise uh character-wise it wasn't engaging the little blue star i will admit was definitely the the highlight um and i like mario and luigi together but then luigi gets you know they get separated and luigi gets kidnapped and, <laughs> and then the the whole slogan of the movie is we're better together or we're you know we're stronger together than we are apart or whatever but they're not together <laughs> they're not in the whole movies so i'm like wait so how is that the the key to the story um and there is no reason all right so they they had a job they quit their job to form their own company right so i'm like okay obviously these guys are fantastic plumbers they really believe in themselves because they quit their job to be plumbers the first job they go on uh with the dog gets destroyed right so i'm like oh maybe they're maybe they're not that that good of plumbers the second job they go on to save brooklyn from flooding i'm like oh good for you they disappear <laughs> they go down a, a a green tunnel and they're off on an adventure and the whole time i'm like is brooklyn underwater like what what is happening with brooklyn and then they come back at the end of the movie brooklyn's fine so are they good plumbers or are they not good plumbers? Um, and as much as I love the Beastie Boys No Sleep to Brooklyn, I did not like AHA's take on me. For some <laughs> reason, that was a step too far for me. What about We Need a Hero? <laughs> oh, Jesus. If I didn't just see that in Shazam like a few weeks ago, maybe it would have yeah. been. You know, what's funny is I've seen so many movies with that song in it lately. I had said to Max, I was like, man, Bonnie Tyler is raking in the dough. And so. we had this whole conversation before we even saw this movie. And then we go into this movie and that starts playing and we both burst out laughing because it's like every movie lately has this fucking song in it. <laughs> And it's a simple, that's like a simple go-to song. It's like they put it in 
as like a temp song until they get a better song and then they're like, ah, you know, we'll just leave it and screw it. I don't know if that was them maybe taking the piss out of that song being in everything, but it sure didn't feel like it. <laughs> oh, it's in fucking everything. Detective Pikachu, <laughs> Shazam, Shrek 2. Mm-hmm. It's everything. That song's everywhere. Yeah, so I don't think... I think the movie works. I, I I love that there's a ton of Easter eggs for people who play the games. I got none of none of those at all. Uh, but I still think there has to be a compelling story, a somewhat compelling story, and a somewhat uh, compelling character, and a somewhat compelling arc to the movie. And this one did not feel like that at all. Like, why was Toad just hitchhiking across Mushroom Kingdom? Like where was he going? What was what was he what was he going for? What was he running from? Why did he just immediately join Mario on an adventure? Like what's told story? They I don't think they ever said it, did they? No. No. <laughs> no. Of course not. So yeah, uh it just was the movie just wasn't engaging for me. I much rather watch uh, Angry Birds. I thought that had a much better story. <laughs> Wow, you're you're out of control with that Angry Birds. <laughs> you're crazy, Angry Birds and Angry Birds too. Much more compelling no. story than the Mario movie. <laughs> did you get the wrecking start. Mark? Did you get the Wrecking Crew reference? No. Is the job he quit was Wrecking Crew? That's the other guy was wearing like patches and stuff that said Wrecking Crew. That was a original nest title that came out before super mario brothers that had mario in it okay all right well, that makes sense you didn't get punch out pizza nope i did all right well okay uh <laughs> aubrey litchfield what are the things you did not like about this movie there's not much i i really enjoy it. i could see where mark is coming from as somebody that hasn't played the game i could see why it would be uh, it wouldn't be as compelling as it was for somebody like me and Joey who have who have played these games. There was so much fan service in this movie. It was phenomenal. Like I said, I wasn't expecting much when I went into it. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know if there's anything that I really didn't like. I, I guess I wish that Yoshi was in it, but I can see why they didn't put Yoshi in it. The pipes thing about taking pipes everywhere i mean that that was but it also made sense yeah i can't i can't think of anything that i strongly disliked you probably could have changed mario's um voice character maybe toads even uh peach and it wouldn't have made a difference but i I love absolutely not for peach (laughs) sorry nope I love Jack Black as Bowser. I thought that it was just so good. Um, and Charlie Day is weird, but I guess he does make a good Luigi too. So, I, yeah, I can't. I can't think of anything that I strongly dislike. I do wow. see Mark's point, though. Yeah. yeah, no, and I I completely understand Mark's point, but I, I it, it's not. It, there's no way it can affect us. That's what I'm saying. It's like. I 100% understand where Mark's coming from, but I can't physically, unless I have a time machine and can go back in time and smash my Nintendo when I was like 10 or 7 or 8, then I can't take myself into his point of view because I, I can't physically do it. I don't know. I have, uh, you know, 39, 40 years of playing these games. So, uh, but you're right, Mark. It was 100%, you know, fan service, threadbare plot things happen because we want to have a Mario Kart reference. Like right. That's it. Like why, why, why did they have to take the Mario Kart rainbow road back? Because it's a Mario movie. Like that, that was it. Like it's the way it is, you know, um, I'm trying to think of anything that was egregious to me that I didn't like. And there really isn't anything. Like I said a little earlier, the, when I was agreeing with you, Mark, the, the music needle drops, which I liked because I was expecting them to be there and be dumb. Uh, <laughs> okay. Like I, my, that was my expectation because that's that's what Illumination does. Like, like every movie of theirs has these stupid needle drops of popular songs. But so I was expecting them. So it didn't catch. I wasn't sitting there being like, are you kidding me? Even when Take On Me played, which was dumb. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, <laughs> but I knew that those were coming. I, and the, actually, the needle drops weren't as bad as I thought they would be. I was expecting even more 
like more recent like pop music to play like WAP or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, like so, something just like ridiculous, but it, the the needle drops didn't bother me because I think I was like prepared for them. And while I 100% understand with your, where you're coming from and what you're saying, it just I, that didn't affect me because I got all the references, even down to like Mario having an F zero poster on his wall in his bedroom at, at the end of the movie. Like, <laughs> like I got all that stuff. So that was great for me, but I can understand if you're like, Oh, okay, well, I don't get these references, so this is just a, like shitty kids movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I get it, I 100% get it, but I'm trying to think of anything that really stuck out, and there really isn't anything to me that was that bad that I want to say. Like I didn't like it. I'm not saying that I loved this movie or that it's perfect or anything like that. I'm not going the Aubrey route where I'm like over the hill about it, but like I don't know, it's fine. It was fine. There was really nothing egregious. You know, I think it moved really fast. And, you know, I don't know. <laughs> there's not really much much to say that I didn't like about it because there, there's, there was nothing to get upset about it. I went in with the mindset of this is a kid's movie made by Illumination. So we know a lot of what's going to happen here. Needle drops, shoddy animation at some point. Probably not going to be like Citizen Kane or even have a very good or well-written story. And so I already was like prepared for those things. So it didn't knock me out, knock me out that those things happened. So yeah, I'd like to see a, a sequel that was a little better written, but that's probably about it. So did you guys stick around for the after credit scenes, Mark? I did. I know you were, I know you were there at two, 10 in the morning, Mark. So you may have wanted to leave, but I got the hell out of there, man. I was, I was, <laughs> I was pushing little kids out of the way. Like out of the way. <laughs> Cause I'm coming down the stairs. Aubrey, describe to us the after credit scenes. So the um, trying to think of what the first one was. I know there was two. The um, I'll have to look. I don't even remember what the first was. One there was, two? So there was. Or was there only the one? I remember the last one. Oh, okay. So the the first one was Bowser singing a new version of peaches but including all the characters from the movie in it but then it turns out he's just in a bird cage um yes so i re i really hope that they they show the the koopa kids and uh larry's in it and all of them i i really hope that that's kind of leading to where that's going with with him being miniature yeah we got that and then the 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 end credit scene so after all the credits had rolled mark there was uh it went down in the sewers where they originally had found the first pipe and there was a yoshi egg down there Ooh. yes i'm super excited for yoshi and it even says yoshi too yep wow that means nothing to me <laughs> <laughs> it's like when shadow the hedgehog showed up at the end of sonic 2 <laughs> it is exactly no one's still going on about that <laughs> Kids are losing their mind. And I'm like, why are you so excited? I don't get it. <laughs> well, I enjoy those after credit scenes, but I got to tell you guys, I would have much preferred to have like Star Fox show up and be like, I need to speak to you about the Smash Brothers initiative. <laughs> see, see, Max is really hoping that there's going to be a Smash Brothers movie. He's like, see, this gives me hope that there will be a Smash Brothers movie. They have got to be planning to adapt more Nintendo games after this crazy box office. There's no way in hell they're not doing it and then have it culminate in a Super Smash Brothers movie. There's just no way they're not going to do it. But well, I mean, they, they had Diddy Kong and, um, and Tiny Kong and all of them in in Kong Island. So I, I can't yep. imagine that there won't be like Cranky Kong, everybody. This. Yep. So, Mark. I know you're not a video game guy. Are there any other Nintendo owned properties you would want to see in this style animated movie? You know, not, I don't, I don't want to say in this style, but I've been hearing so much about legend of Zelda uh, and, you know, link being on an adventure, like a Lord of the Rings type of adventure. So the only really Nintendo, <laughs> the only Nintendo movie that I would ever really want would have been a Mario brothers movie, which reminds me, who was the other guy in the movie that had the blue overalls and a red shirt that was like super Italian? That was Jumpman. Okay. <laughs> so that's a I, reference to 
Mario before he was originally called Jumpman in Japan yeah. when in Donkey Kong, but when they brought it over to America, it was localized as as Mario. Okay. I knew there was a story behind it, but of course the movie the movie's not gonna explain it to me. <laughs> movie could care less about explaining who this guy is. Like, why is there a movie doesn't Mario? give two shits about you? <laughs> it wants me and Aubrey's <laughs> money and little kids' money. Exactly. And it got it. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I'm not really too familiar with a bunch of Nintendo games, but if uh, if since I got the Mario Brothers one, the only thing I would want is Legend of Zelda because it seems like it'd be cool. Aubrey Litchfield. Um, I'll you know Smash Brothers would be really cool to have have this done. Um, in Illumination, probably Kirby. I think Kirby would be really good mm -hmm. in an Illumination style. I don't think it would be good in any other style. I think that they did a really good job. The color-wise, it just seems like Kirby would really fit. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm all in for a series of movies building up to Smash Brothers. But, uh, you know, and Mark said Zelda. That's obviously the other big Nintendo franchise. So that is got to be on the on the block other than a sequel to this. That has to be the other thing they're working on. There's no way. Like, I don't even need to wish it. Because it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, they, like, they'll take all of the profits from Breath of the Wild 2 and they'll just make a movie out of it. Right. That's like when, you know, Marvel's starting the cinematic universe with Iron Man. And you're like, man, I hope they make Thor. Like, we know that they're making <laughs> Thor. Like, it's going to happen. So, uh, Aubrey, you're correct. I would say Kirby. I would say Splatoon. Mm -hmm. I would say uh, the one I would want more than anything would be Metroid. Fire Emblem would be kind of cool too it'd be kind of the same like lord of the rings style that mark was talking about with with legend of zelda um i just think it's yeah, too old i just think it's used too old I, I like all of these movies including zelda will be diminishing returns box office wise because you start to fall off like mario is four quadrant it is parents it is grandparents it is kids it is teens it is 40 something plus years of people have played Mario games across many systems. Uh, you know, as much as I want to see Metroid, I know that that's, <laughs> that's, that's going to be the captain America, the first Avenger box office wise of the <laughs> first phase of the Nintendo cinematic universe. So. That could be cool. It could be like a guardians of the galaxy too, though, where, you know, it's not like that big, but it, it blows up and becomes its own thing. Right. And I don't think get it for twisted. sure they're going to make a standalone Donkey Kong movie too, though. Yep. So, I mean, there's so many places they can go with this. They can milk it for a long time. But uh, I'm I'm all in for sequels, Mark. I, I know uh, in a world where you don't have to go see something for the podcast, would you see another Nintendo movie from these guys? Uh, hmm. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the trailer. The trailer for this movie was amazing. I was all in from the trailer. So, yeah, if, the, if uh, another one comes and the trailer looks cool, I, I'll, I'll probably check it out. Hmm. All right. Well, you know, I can never blame Bowser for will being willing to destroy the entire kingdom to get some Anya Taylor joy. So uh, that's definitely the character I identify with the most. But let's do it, guys. Let's get it a score: zero to five. Five being the best, zero being the worst. Aubrey Litchfield, what do you got for the Mario movie? I'm going to give it a five. I thought it was really good. I loved it. It was really good fan service. Uh, the kids loved it. I, I give it a five. All right. Marcellus Reagans. <laughs> I, the fact that it has no character development and no story at all. <laughs> this movie five. I love it. I love it. Uh, I'm gonna give this a two and a half. I feel like it's oh. very middle of the road type of movie. It's not super offensive. It is beautiful, but you know, it kind of commits the the biggest sin of movies is it doesn't tell a good story. It's not good storytelling. Uh, and you know, I'll take anything. I'll take a you know a black and white uh, movie about like um, like I'll take a Tetris movie. Shot they made a Tetris, a Tetris movie. movie. I was gonna recommend it. It's really good. Like if it has a compelling story, I will watch that. Even it's an it... amazing story, actually. It's not about blocks, Mark. It's about 
like the story of how they got the rights to Tetris out right. of Russia. So and it's right. crazy. Even if it Definitely was two hours of, of blocks falling from the sky, if it's a compelling story, I'd watch it. But I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think this movie works as a movie. I think it works as a hey kids, you like Mario? Here's a bunch of Mario stuff for you to look at for two hours. <laughs> I loved it. All right, so we got a five and we got a two and a half. <laughs> I am going to come in at a three and a half out of five on this. And that is a three and a half out of five asterisks, because honestly, I should be rating this down where Mark is, but I just can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. And Mark's 100 percent right on everything he has said on this podcast about this movie. But the nostalgia, the love of the property, the love of Nintendo finally making a hit movie. I just, I can't do it. I had a good time at the movie. <laughs> I had a good time. And there's some good stuff in here too. Like we've talked about Jack Black and his song and, and there's some really good stuff in there. Some nice animation. So, I mean, I am a three and a half out of five. And, and honestly, if you are not a big video game fan or haven't grown up playing these games, you're probably going to be where Mark is. Let's be real. Cause that's what the movie really is. But me and Aubrey are just drunk on nostalgia right now. So <laughs> we don't care. And uh, you know what they say, you know, pod before life. So, you know, <laughs> I am a three and a half out of five. So we are all over the place. I think this is probably the most all over the place we've been, Mark, since bodies, bodies, bodies. Yeah, probably. Probably. Fortunately, there's no sound drops about podcasts in uh, Mario <laughs> Brothers. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we got it right. Maybe we got it wrong. Hit us up on social media. Let us know what you think. And now we're going to wrap it up before we tap it up and get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey, I think you gave away your recommendation already, but go ahead. I did. I had no idea that we were going to talk about the Tetris movie during this review, but that is what I'm recommending. The Tetris movie is on Apple TV. Um, and, uh, me and Max watched it the other day. It's about how they got the rights of Tetris out of Russia. And it, it's based on a true story. It's amazing. And I, I truly enjoyed that, that movie. It is very well done. Awesome. Mark Ellis, right? Yeah, this recommendation, it's a TV show. It's mainly for Joey, but I'm going to put it out <laughs> for everyone. Uh, it's a Amazon <laughs> show called class of 07. Um, Joy, have you heard of this show? No, tell me about it. It's about uh, let me see, it's an Australian high school show. girls getting men. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty close, Aubrey. Uh, it's, it's, it's an Australian show, so shout out to the countdown. Uh, because whenever I hear accents, I think of them. Uh, it's a, a girl who uh, kind of makes a fool out of herself on a bachelor show, she goes and lives off the grid uh, for a while. For some reason, the world is flooding and she has to escape to the highest point in wherever the area she's in. And it happens to be her old high school and it happens to be during their 10 year high school reunion. So she shows yeah. up and it's the end of the world. And now they're kind of stuck there. So it's like a little bit Yellow Jackets, a little bit Romeo and Michelle. It's it's like a bunch of women dealing with their high school shit and it's a comedy and i'm like, oh. <laughs> like for some reason this feels like a joey show uh, <laughs> it's it's i think it's only like eight episodes eight or ten episodes they're like 30 minutes each uh it stars emily browning who was i want to say she was in uh sucker punch if i remember correctly i think she played the main girl in sucker punch um but she's hilarious. She's fantastic in the show. But it's called Class of 07. It's on Prime, uh, mainly for Joey. But, you know, <laughs> if that if that description piques your interest, you can watch it, too. Joey's like, high school girls, I'm on it. Oh, yeah, she was in Sucker Punch. She was Baby Doll or whatever that, mean, whatever oh, that girl's name is. All right. Well, when you brought up Baby Doll from Sucker Punch, I'm already in. <laughs> That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> oh, a shitty movie that launched a hundred cosplays of hot chicks. So can't go wrong there. Well, I will suggest that you go to sowizardpodcast.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right hand side of the page, movie reviews, streaming picks, links to all our YouTube and video and Patreon content as well at sowizardpodcast.com. 
Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, or just about anywhere under the sun you get podcasts. We'll be there. Check out the aforementioned YouTube channel. There's hours of free exclusive content there. Adam just dropped some trailer reactions to a bunch of trailers that dropped over the last couple of weeks. Of course, our Patreon, where you can support the show monetarily and get extra exclusive content. This month, we'll be talking about a lot of those trailers and a lot of that Star Wars news on Patreon. So jump on board if you want to support us and get some extra content. Uh, I will suggest that you... I don't really have a recommendation. I'm sorry. <laughs> I will suggest you go on YouTube and watch uh, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, because it's free on there on YouTube. And you could just sit at your desk and watch it at work or on your phone, whatever you're doing. You don't have to pay anything. It's free with ads. And like I said a little earlier, it's goofy and stupid, but it's a good kind of stupid. So I enjoyed it. So I will suggest that because it's easy to watch and it's free. And then I will suggest that you go to the movies and check out some of our favorite actors, Nicolas Cage and Aquafina, are Renfield, because that, my friends, is what we'll be talking about next week on the podcast. But that is going to do it for episode number 453 in a row of the So Wizard podcast. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Family? What family? It's all about family, Aubrey. I don't have any. It's all about Shazamily. <laughs> <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis, Marcellus Reagans. Is this week seven or week eight? Uh, I want to. I feel this like was this, week, this was week seven. We have two more weeks, weeks to go. Oh my God. <laughs> We're almost at the end of the 10 week run. Uh, <laughs> will I make it through? Everybody, have yourself a great week and uh, Wakanda forever. Well, you just got to make it through, and then you get a week off before you have to go back to the movies again. <laughs> that's all I want. That's all I want. One week off. <laughs> Hashtag one week off. None of this no weeks off crap. Okay. Oh, boy. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Good journey.